Hey everyone, welcome to the Dishes and Doctrine podcast. Welcome to a brand new year. It's 2020, it's hard to believe. And I am Rachel, your host, and it has been a while since uh, we've released an episode. Uh, That's mainly because we've been having a lot going on in our family here. We've uh, moved to a new home. We've added a new addition, a new baby to our family at the end of last year. And then of course you throw in Christmas and uh, some health issues in our family, and there's just been a lot going on. In fact, I wrote uh, just a little reflection on what's been going on in our life and what God has been teaching me lately over at my website. That's rachelperera.me. I'm not going to take time to uh, share all of that with you here on this episode. So if you wanted to head over there, you can. It's called Emptiness, a Christmas Reflection. You'll just see some of the things God has been uh, teaching me through some of these blessings and struggles uh, at the end of 2019. But I want to start fresh this year as we are in a brand new year, a brand new decade. Although I have heard that there's a little discussion whether the decade started this year or will start in 2021. I don't know. My brain doesn't really get it. But I do know that the days following January 1st each year are kind of a strange time. Uh, There's that anticipation that usually surrounds Christmas time, and that's over, and all the twinkling red and green decor has been boxed up once again, and uh, in our house, the homemade treats are kind of dwindling, and life is settling back into its relatively normal routine. And all hope is not gone, though, because with each new calendar year, there comes a sense of reset and a fresh start. And whether we lay out specific goals and commit to new resolutions or not, we all hope that these new 12 months on the calendar will be better. For instance, if I can finally get my finances under control, this year will be better. If this year doesn't hold the similar trials to the one that ones that I faced last year, it will be better. If my sports team finally wins the championship, this year will be better. If I figure out how to fix my child's behavior problems this year, it will be so much better. If I finish that degree, if I take that trip, If I get that job, if I complete that Bible study, if I lose those pounds, if I buy that house, if I finally organize this house, if I read more books, if I get that new car, you could go on and on and on. If I can do that, then this year will be much better than last year. We cling to the potential changes that come with a fresh calendar as an answer to the disappointment and the frustration and the hardships of the past. But here's a super depressing question for you. What if it's not better? What if this year is worse? What if trials loom on the horizon that have never even entered our imagination? What then? I'm excited to begin studying the book of Hebrews once again with a good friend of mine this month. And in preparation, I've been reading slowly through the book. And while I've only made it a couple chapters in, the theme just jumps off the pages from the start. And here it is. Jesus is better. The author of Hebrews argues that the Son of God is supreme over some of the greatest things that we can imagine. 
things like angels or faithful servants of God like Moses. Name anything and Jesus is better. And that brings me true hope in this new year in both the big and even the small things. For instance, we're still getting used to living in our new home. We moved in at the end of last September, and it is so quiet and calm in this area. It's a more rural area of the county. Uh, We lived in town before, but now we're uh, out a little ways. But it also brings with it a learning curve for my husband and I. We both grew up in cities, and one of the things that we knew was that the fields behind us had mice in them, and they loved to find warmer, cozier spots in the winter months. But beside for occasional noises in the walls and a few that we caught in the basement, we haven't really been bothered much by them until yesterday when I found mouse droppings in at least 75% of the drawers and the cupboards in my kitchen. A mouse or two or three must have been having a party the night before and it sent me into a cleaning frenzy. Everything that could have been possibly touched by those tiny feet got washed or sprayed. My entire day was spent trying to defeat these little intruders. And the thought, if we can get rid of this mouse problem, 2020 will be so much better, was running through my mind all day. And the reality, though, is something much different. Because even if we find the magic mouse solution and never see another dropping again, there will always be something else on the horizon. It could be as silly and small as annoying animals or as large and as terrifying as a medical diagnosis. The things that might make this year better won't ultimately satisfy unless our hearts are settled first by the one who is best, remembering that he has resolved the greatest struggle we faced because of our sin. He has fixed the problem we could never solve on our own, and that is Just beautiful news to cling to throughout this year. Whatever you may be facing today, which is only a few days into 2020, Jesus is better. When the hopes that you have for yourself, for your children, or your ministry this year are not not fulfilled, Jesus is better. When fears haunt your thoughts, no matter how hard you try to push them away, Jesus is better. And even when you experience an amazing day full of happiness, Jesus is better. This truth allows us to say Happy New Year and actually mean it. We can have joy knowing that whatever sweet memories, frustrating situations, or even mundane tasks lie ahead of us this year, Jesus is better. I love hearing from you as a listener, and you may have noticed if you head over to rachelperera.me that I don't have comments enabled on any of the posts, and the reason is twofold. First, the comment section can sometimes be pretty frustrating for you to try to navigate, and second, I feel like email is more personal and allows for real and honest interactions that might not be found in a public comment section. So. 
feel free to head over to rachelperera.me. You'll see a contact section up at the top. Click there and you'll be able to shoot me an email. Let me know how I can be praying for you. Uh, let me know any feedback that you have on either the website or on this podcast. And also hang out on Instagram. So feel free to connect there as well. I cherish all of your feedback and I look forward to the next time that we can chat. Until next time, remember that he will hold you fast.